0: Hey y'all, before I drop the intro, I want to let you know that this episode was recorded in December 2020, which is why you will strangely hear me referring to marshmallows, onesies, and fireplaces. (laughs) Love y'all. Hope you enjoy. Enjoy. Thanks for tapping into The Shift is Real, a podcast where we have casual conversations about growth, discuss stories of personal transformation and share moments of insight. I'm your host, Tiffany Wright. I'm so grateful to have you on this journey and excited to talk about these shifts. So let's get into it, y'all. Please be advised, explicit language may be used. Hey, y'all, thanks for tapping into another episode of The Shift is Real. I'm your host, Tiffany Wright, and I'm so grateful to share this space with you. <sighs> I'm so filled with love right now in this moment. Let's try not to cry, Tiffany, because I'm getting emo already. All right. Um, so today I have a special guest, a very, very special person to me, Um in so many ways, we've known each other for like, sheesh, kapish 15 years, um, literally in so many ways have grown up together, um, have grown closer in friendship and sisterhood and soul spirit work. And she is... The epitome of joy and light um, and playfulness and just filling up all the goodness and giving up all the goodness that, you know, that one could when they feel really free and when they feel like they can just fly and be. My sis, Leah Rosen, she is a seasoned educator, administrator, and racial equity facilitator who operates with a focus on social emotional experiences. Lee is currently the director of student affairs and services for a public Montessori school in Austin, Texas. She has served as a dean of students and family school manager in Oakland, California before moving to Texas. Having majored in sociology during her studies at UC Davis, go Aggies, Uh, the combination of her (laughs) degree experience as a restorative justice practitioner, collaborative approach as a racial equity facilitator and expertise working to support social emotional learning within institution gives her a truly intersectional understanding of how to spark change for equity and ignite the imagination to truly become alive
1: Ah, I want y'all to welcome hey. my sis Leah. Hey. Hey, hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? It's always funny to uh, hear yourself talked about. <laughs> so how you feel? How you feel? I'm just teasing, you know, over here smiling from to You know, I got I got a big smile too, so it takes up a lot of room. Today
0: we're going to be talking about embracing playfulness. Like every adult, every adult has the ability to tap into the pureness of joy and playfulness and their childhood kind of like childlike spirits. But like Leah does it in such a way that it just draws people to her. It is really just like I think in and of itself
1: is a spiritual gifting, honestly. Oh, I really appreciate that. It feels that way for sure. The older I get, the the more blessed I realize it is to have a spirit of, of fun and, and joy and to tap into that, especially in times of, of grief and sadness and darkness. So I'm super, super thankful to to have that in my spirit. And there's so much darkness
0: everywhere and people find it really hard to tap into joy. Yeah, it's true. I, I,
1: <laughs> You know I, I listen to my intuition often, so my my wife and I this is the day after Thanksgiving. we ch- yesterday spent the whole day playing um and starting new traditions. We couldn't go back to California or we chose not to to be safe and um it it was pretty pretty awesome to spend the entire day playing my, my wife is not as much as a she doesn't enjoy necessarily like playing a game of soccer or going outside and just kicking the ball around but yesterday we did do that and it was a, <laughs> it brought a lot of joy and light into the day it was a beautiful day here in Austin today it's a little overcast and rainy uh, which I think you need both for balance but we played a little game of soccer a little game of tennis we played chess um, and the I light that, that brings yeah the light that that brings into the world is just amazing and I think the question around like how do I continue to do that I think early on I was when you sent me this title I was really thinking about when when did I learn how to play I'm the youngest out of uh, two I have older brother and older sister and I'm the youngest by many years to my brother and three years to my sister and I loved playing I loved being outside I had a lot of like hardships in life but play was something that was introduced to me at a very young age through my mother like we would take (laughs) this is not great when I think about it as an educator but if it was raining outside (laughs) you'd be like no school today. We're gonna to play games all day. And as a kid, you're like, heck yeah! You know, as <laughs> an <laughs> <laughs> educator, I'm like, uh, no. But you know, as a kid, I was like, oh my god, we get to play board games all day. So I would see the rain as a day to have fun. And I think that was instilled in me at a very, very young age, and it's a huge part of what gives me life, and as a reminder that you know when things are gloomy or gray or, or dark. Play can always brighten it up. I think that's intuitively within me now because of my mom, to be honest.
0: Right. And I feel the same way. I mean, when I'm often talking about self-care and, you know, self-love, I often bring up like questions around like what brings you joy, you know, mm-hmm. or how do you cultivate joy intentionally for yourself? Um as a means of staying connected to yourself, because I feel like when you are experiencing joy, it's, it's just like this blissful experience, you know, that is in psychology where we talk about how you tap into a state of flow. And Mm -hmm. I feel like, most a lot of adults take life so seriously because there's so many things to be serious about. And, you know, we have so many responsibilities, but it's so important to just play and and play not from even just a place of like stress management or, you know, relieving like the weight that you're carrying, but just to be able to connect to yourself, like be able to connect to yourself, um, without like a temporary sense of like worry or concern or thinking about if I'm doing this enough or doing that enough, you know what I mean and yeah, um, yeah. to to play like a child is to be open and pure and just like present like children know how to be hella present you know right, right. <laughs> And you know you work with kids yeah right.
1: So it makes you wonder where do we get this idea from that we don't have time to play, right? Or we can't add that into the schedule. And I I think one of the reasons why I love being an educator and I love working with kids And in the last uh, four or five years, I've been working with really young kids. So like my youngest kids are three years old. And I think one of the things that I've learned is we teach them, right, how to embrace their silly, how to accept their imaginations for what they are. And or we teach them not to, and so I, I've been really talking to a, a, a couple of friends just about like the power of the imagination and the gift of the imagination, and if we could allow kids to just live in their imagination longer, how oft, how much that would change the world, I believe, because yes. imagination is one of the first things taken from us, right? Like you are like you know you're too old to be playing around with X Y or Z, or you're too old to. And so it, it steals the imagination. But children, as to your point, are very, very smart. So they also watch what adults do. So, I mean, I play. I play all the time. Right. <laughs> like, playing, because I think it's really important for kids to see adults play. Um, right before we went on break, I, like, had my whole team. My office team is a smaller team than my entire school. Like, my entire school, we manage, I manage about 50 adults. But my office team, there's nine of us. And right now there's four of us on camp, five of us on campus, One, two, three. So five or six of us on campus. And on Friday, I was like, only for 10 minutes, y'all, because we're not, we're not as young as we used to be. But for 10 minutes, we're going to play dodgeball. Yeah. Um, and it's like, you know, it's hard during these times. We have our masks going on. I don't know if you've ever tried to run in a mask, but it's not easy. <laughs> it's not <laughs> it was, at all. But it was 10 minutes of just pure joy. And children were watching because it was about to be dismissal, you know, and they're like, why are you all playing? And I think that we have to give kids more opportunities to see adults playing. Yeah. Like there isn't a question around why, but like, how do I get in? I want to play too, right? Right. Because so we need more of that in the world. And, and when we get to a place where it's like, well, adults don't play, like that's such a sad, sad day, you know? Um, no, for so real. I'm doing everything I can to, to make sure that that's not true for the children that I'm around. Right.
0: And I mean, and you're bringing up games, right? And and mm-hmm. I, I associate play with games. Um, But some people might be like, I ain't about to be playing no games. Like, what I look like? <laughs> you look like someone who doesn't care what other people think you look like. That's what you look like, one. But two, <laughs> you know, I think it's also just important, like, you define what play looks like for you, right? So part of it is like, I love playing games, but part of play for me is like creative expression yeah anything that allows me to not have to think about what are the expectations of me or like right. what I'm supposed to be like because I'm, a, I'm an adult and then it also has a um a an experience or a feeling of warm and fuzzy so like anything that allows me to release the expectation of myself or quote-unquote adulthood and helps me feel warm and fuzzy is play for me so you know yesterday I had my onesie on yeah. I was playing some, some Maxwell and I was coloring and my little sister, who's 18, she just starts taking videos of me and is like laughing because she's like, You know, you're just sitting in a onesie coloring. And I'm like, Yeah, I am. This is like <laughs> my happy space, you know, or especially during this season, like I light up my fireplace and I get my hot cocoa and I get my marshmallows just because, I mean, you know, even when I was at your house, I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. can we light the fireplace and get some hot cocoa, right? like These are things that to me, even though they're not necessarily activities, like they, they symbolize for me, like just like nostalgia and, and warmth and joy and like simple pleasure, you know? And I feel like those are things that adults don't always give themselves the space to experience. Um, Joy for me is also just like doing hella random things. Like when people talk, I I make songs out of words, people say. If someone's Mm -hmm. like, do what you love, I start singing, do what you love. Mm -hmm. You know, just like random things like that where I don't really care (laughs) about uh, any filtering idea of like what
1: I should or should yeah I mean we're playing right now right like I think we often are are, are so caught up in our like day to day and our minds but like to me the essence of play has a lot of smiles involved has a lot of just laughing and like being free within yourself you said open mm-hmm. earlier and I was like yeah that's such a beautiful way to describe it I think the freedom of just letting your body your whole yes. body just feel free for a second and then laugh yeah. and then smile yeah right? My wife and I were talking about this last night, like the the beauty of someone smiling at you, what that does to your physical state and your mental state yeah. is really, really important. And I think it when is. we are caught up in the day-to-day and are busy, like we can often forget something that's free, right? Something that we all have the ability to do and that looks different for all of us, right? My smile looks very different from yours. Yours looks very different from my wife. My wife's looks very different from my sister's. Like we all have a different way of showing our inside. Spirit and our joy and our fun from the inside without playing a game or, you know, moving our bodies too much. That is fun. That is joy. That is light. And I think we have to, we need more of that. Um, we definitely need more of that and, and people want more of it. I think we lose our way sometimes and, and understanding that we each have it to give. Um, but I also think it starts from childhood. Like I truly, truly yeah, believe it is oftentimes taken in our schools. And I and I don't say that to to, you know, belittle our schools or anything like that, but I think that is a place where lots of joy can be had. Like I tell kids, you can't run, but you can skip. You know? <laughs> there's something beautiful. Because running my call but there's something beautiful about watching a child skip. That to me is the essence of a school that is is designed to let children be who they are, to let children be free. Let children bring joy into the sky. have you ever skipped somewhere? Like today at any point in time, I can. skip somewhere. And just see I like am. how that brightens up your mood. Like you can instantly you know,
0: though. Instantly. instantly. Then then and add on singing a song to yourself.
1: Yes. <laughs> that is a gift. Like no one no, has, you don't true. charge for that. You don't you know, you know, you don't need money for that. Like that mm-hmm. comes out of your spirit freely. And then it, what it yep. does to your body and to your mind is incredible um so i recommend for y'all to, to get your skipping on yeah no
0: it, it's so it's so true and um i mean the the childhood part what i I've, I've found is that even when it comes to the notion of freedom or goal setting or visualization you know part of these concepts to me connect to something that you mentioned earlier imagination Right. Like imagination is hope. Imagination is faith. Imagination is thinking of the possibilities um, beyond what exists. Um, Imagination is, um, you know, looking beyond. Right. Like whatever that means for yourself, for your life, for relationships, for your world. And when you. Are not given permission or encouraged to do that. Um, it it impacts the ability for you to goal set or visualize or have hope or believe the best in people or humanity or in your lived experience. You know, so that's one thing I want to say. Other thing I want to say is I often find that some of the most playful people are people who did not have the permission. Um, because they often experienced some type of abuse or neglect. And for them, play was the way that they escaped. Play was the way that they protected themselves. Play was the way that they survived. And, you know, um, I mean, I know there's so many comedians that you love, but I, I wouldn't be surprised that some of your favorite comedians, like they probably had a lot of dark experiences growing up. And comedy was the way or laughter or silliness or play was the way that, you know, they they made the best of their situation or even protected themselves. I mean, I I'm, I'm thinking of this interview that I've seen with Will Smith and he talked about, like, abuse in his home and him making his his parents laugh um, was like a way to protect everybody in the family because if his if his father was laughing then he wasn't lifting his hand
1: yeah I think there there are definitely layers um that's a, a really a great point I personally connect with that for sure um my my household was filled with lots of fear and so play was the way that my imagination stayed alive and the way that I got out of a feeling that didn't feel true to my spirit, and yeah. I think it, I think there's two layers of this, right? Like I think, yeah, a lot, many of us in a lot of ways, whose imaginations are alive, and who are just like, I love to be playful because it's better than feeling sad or mad, right? That's one introduction into play. That's one introduction into joy. Well, I was just sharing this a couple of days ago with a group of you all around, like, I feel like I'm maturing in some ways, but like, I still feel like myself, you know? <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and I struggled, at the beginning, I struggled with that a little bit. I was like, no, I have to kind of be silly. Like, that's who I am. And I think a lot of the silliness came out of, to your point, protection. If I can keep yeah. people laughing and I can keep people, um, ha- like, that's quote unquote, having a good time is through laughter then the drama and any negativity won't won't there won't be room for that and what i've learned is like both are true right you need balance in the world mm-hmm. and so i've learned to understand what it means to be engaged in your joy and your imagination and your fun time and still allow for there to be some room for things to be right. you know, for worry to exist or for fear to exist and it doesn't have to be let me create this Bigger image of joy and fun right. and other things don't come coming, because then I don't move, I don't grow, right And so right. It, it, I think for me, a lot of my my 20s and, and my college years were definitely like, you know, just be silly and like keep it as goofy and as silly as you can to keep the space vibrant and alive. And I think mm-hmm. I feel even more vibrant and alive, and I've seen more shifts, bigger shifts in my life when I hold space for both, um, and it's yeah. not one being held to cover up the other. Um, and that's come with age and time and, 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 you know, journaling and reflecting and being surrounded by the impact. Sometimes you can, you can create what you consider to be a joyful space and, you know, just fun and games and, you know, you're just talking shit and that's just, it's just fun and you don't mean to hurt anyone. And you really are hurting people. Right. And, and, Mm. and when you do that to people you care about, I think it helps you understand the difference between, oh, I'm, I'm having fun personally because I'm afraid of, what else could be put in this space, but it's not, everyone's not having fun. And it takes a lot to look within to understand truly the essence of what, what fun is supposed to be is, is for all, right. Not just for some. Um, And so I've been learning a lot about that.
0: Yeah. And I mean, all things in moderation, right. Because uh, that's why, you know, the term work and play, right. It's like, It doesn't serve you to always just work and always just focus on productivity and always just focus on your career and always just focus on making money and where you want to go and what you want to do and the accolades that you, you know, want to acquire. But it also doesn't make sense for you to not take anything seriously, always play, always turn up, always be silly, always do this right Mm -hmm. Um, for whatever reason. And so it's, it's moderation in all things. Uh, Because even just going back to your, you know, the very slight point that you made that yesterday was sunny and today, today is rainy and overclock overcast, right? Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. just the concept like balance and harmony Um, is the way of existence. Mm -hmm. And so when we talk about play, we're not even saying like, that's something that you should, quote unquote, should do all the time, right? But it's like, you can be intentional about giving yourself permission to play, permission to release the seriousness permission to tap into this childlike state of innocence and freedom and letting go um not necessarily from a place of like permanent escape but it's okay to have another experience outside of i got to grind i got to grind i got to mm-hmm. do i got to do i got to be i got to be i got to serve i got to show up i got to save i got to help like you know what i mean there's so many Tasks that um, are assigned to people. And, you know, as adults, we can become so engulfed in all of our tasks and all of our roles that we don't allow ourselves to just be us, you know, be us outside of the roles, be mm-hmm. us outside of the expectations. And that's what play is about. And I'm also just kind of thinking about how you know, even what you're saying, like, oh, it's become a part of my personality, Mm -hmm. right? Or this is like a part of my being. Um, On the flip side, like people being really serious, like that may not be who you authentically are, But you've learned to become that Mm -hmm. so that you can be effective in life and efficient in life. So Mm -hmm. like being open to embracing another aspect of yourself, you know, allows you to expand who you really are. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that, well, I don't know completely how people see me, but (laughs) Mm -hmm. I know the, the, the virgleness in me can probably come off like, really serious or just like always in but if you know me personally like I will be bouncing up and down the walls like I randomly make noises scream act silly you know call people out inappropriately just do all these things that like maybe a person (laughs) who just uh would see like one aspect of me would not know and I'm a very playful person I like dancing I like music I like acting silly like You know, heck, I play dress up for myself and I ain't even going nowhere. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And this and in 2020, I talked about joy so much with my clients on social media because I learned that for me in the midst of. All the darkness that was going on in 2020, like joy was my form of resistance mm-hmm. because as much rage that existed in me, I also wanted to make sure that I tapped into creating my own sense of freedom mm-hmm. um, without the approval of somebody who doesn't see me as a human. Mm hmm you know, and, and, and allowing the anger and sadness or grief and rage to coexist with my joy mm-hmm. was so important for me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, to hearing you, it makes me wonder, like, do you remember childhood wise, like what your favorite type of fun was as a kid?
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so I had, a, I had a couple, um, so I used to, so I have a fireplace, so I would love dressing up in my mom's clothes, um, putting her costume, jewelry on, getting on top of the fireplace and like singing. Mm. Like I loved like Mariah Carey and Mary J. Blige and Whitney Houston, Luther Joss and Paul Abdul and like Michael Jackson and so like I would always be dressing up and singing them and make believing like mm, I'm performing yeah. with them that was definitely one um two I I loved <laughs> I love arts and crafts like I was I was always always doing arts and crafts I love playing in paint without brushes I loved. <laughs> you know, playing in Play-Doh and all the really like yucky, messy stuff that irritated my mom. Um <laughs> and 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 those are the things that I I enjoyed the most. And believe it or not, it was funny for me to just like talk endlessly. So there goes a surprise there. I just love talking <laughs> endlessly to my grandfather. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I, I ask that because I just always think about, like, where do we lose the spirit and essence of, of fun and play? And I, I truly do think it's like somewhere along, you know, becoming a grown-up means, like, you gotta put yeah. childish things away. And it's, it's I think if we just continue to hold on to them and keep utilizing those skills and those memories, like, there's so much Joy that it gives you then the energy to keep up with that to do list, right? At least, right, right. It gives me. like Yesterday, we, uh, my wife and I, just moved into a beautiful house here in Austin, and we're very blessed to do that. And there's lots of space to play and lots of space to move around, which is awesome. And we got uh, half of our fence <laughs> well, on one side of the house. We just got the fence redone, and on the other side, we're like, okay, we're going to save up for that side. In the meantime, I'm going to like makeshift it. Um, I love building. With block things <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> and so now it's like, okay, as a grown up, you're kind of playing too. But it, it, you know, there are opportunities to take some of the things you did as a kid and still do them as an adult in a different capacity. Right. Like, as I'm yeah. doing this fence, a lot of kind of my nostalgia from my childhood around building big towers and like using my building blocks to build buildings came back, you know? And like as a kid, you know, you can walk down and do it again uh, with this fence. It's like it was up. <laughs> like that. that's so funny.
0: I mean what you're saying about the <laughs> the the bricks and buildings um that actually reminded me. I loved making like uh, tents and um little forts and uh building stuff as well. And so I've never actually thought about it in that way like there are some activities that totally expired that you can try to tap into as an adult I think things that were much more obvious to me were like the arts and like dancing and stuff like that but that is so that that is such an interesting perspective and I love that um, yeah and you be building stuff girl listen this child she done made a whole sandbox Oh, um, after after quarantine or in the beginning of quarantine because her and her wife We were supposed to go on their honeymoon, so they just, and they didn't, so they decided to bring the beach (laughs) home to Austin, to their
1: backyard. She built a whole sandbox, y'all. I have now uh, refurbished, I guess I should say, or uh, recycled the pieces we took it down when we moved from that house to this house. That is what became our fence. So, (laughs) that is so funny. You can break things down as well, even as a grown-up. Um,
0: no, it's it's true, though. It's true. Um, we
1: just forget. We forget. We just forget. I mean, truly. I mean, there's not... When you think about the things that are advertised for play or fun, like, it's not... There are not people advertising for, for adults to have fun, right? Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of things that are coming our way. Like, gadgets and things are kind of how mm-hmm. we see fun as adults. But I, I think there there's something to be to be said about just reliving some of those childhood moments and, and, and also just figuring out what you like to do and then creating, putting that in your schedule. Right. And just like giving yeah. yourself time to, to laugh and be free because that, again, it creates the energy that you're going to need to keep up with that to-do list. Um, or at least for me, that's my experience is like, in order no, for me to up, yeah, like, and, and I can always tell, like when I haven't played enough or put enough yeah. time into my schedule, my attitude yep. shifts kind of my life mm-hmm. in the world is dimmed. Um, and yeah. the people around me can feel it. Um, someone was yep. telling me the other day, they were like, when I think of someone that I need to like pump me up or that's super optimistic, I always think of you. And 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 in some ways that can be, that can be a challenge, right? Because yeah. I'm not always optimistic. I'm not always ready to have fun, but it is a huge part of my daily practice to take care of myself. And so I think right. been, what it then brings to the world is people, giving people a chance to know like, I may not know how to do that for myself yet, but I know I'm going to at least get exposed to it or be around it when I'm around this person. Right. That's a gift, you know, that's a beautiful gift to be able to bring that to, to the world and to be aware of it, but not to be overly aware of it where it's like inauthentically happening. Um, Right. And I think I was getting to that place in, in some ways. And so I think I had to really kind of rejuvenate and get back to myself and fill my own bucket before I can, right because then because then going
0: back to the the statement about like that's who I am then because people see you as that when you don't feel that way you have this internal pressure of like well this is my the expectation around me mm-hmm. and i'm supposed to show up as this lighthearted person i'm supposed mm-hmm. to show up as this playful person mm-hmm. and um and that doesn't allow you to just be authentic in yourself if you're not feeling that way you know Correct. there are people who very much they're seen as the the positive person or the optimistic person or the person who's like super resilient and who isn't bothered by stuff, right? So those people, they get so wrapped up in that identity that they don't give themselves the permission to experience total opposite emotions. They don't give themselves the opportunity to experience sadness or anger or pain or jealousy, or envy, or disgruntledness, and they definitely don't give themselves the permission to express those emotional experiences to other people. You know, oh well, uh, I don't want them to think I'm too sad. Okay, but if you are, then like just say that, right? Um, And even kind of along that line, you know, uh, this term toxic positivity that is... um, (laughs) being exposed where there are people that are yeah people are like oh you know hashtag positive vibes only and it's like that's just not the reality right like the reality is (laughs) you you might feel a lot of things that are positive positive, and it's okay um but like find the balance right Find the balance that if you allow yourself to be real and connect to those emotions, that you also connect to the opportunity to be able to shift and to take care of yourself and take care of your spirit by playing, by looking at lessons um, or what people would call silver linings. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, you have opportunity to to do more than one thing when it comes to your existence when it comes to how you express your emotions.
1: Yeah, 100%. I used to, (laughs) I used to find myself getting kind of upset with my mom when I would call her and she'd be like, like, how are you? And she's like, life is beautiful. And it's like, yeah, 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 that's good. How are you? (laughs) Right? Like there's, there's, I think when we, the point around like that you're making is like people end up exploding eventually, right? When we don't give space. For feelings to just be where they need to be, right? Like if I actually release mm-hmm. my feeling of worry and allow myself to just be in that experience of being worried, then it doesn't carry itself yeah. into my next feeling, right? Because it yeah. had its room, it had its space, and so then when it's time for me to be like, oh, actually, just I want to draw, or like I want to write, mm-hmm. or, I want to go outside and like play in the sprinklers. <laughs> like well, I'm mm-hmm. like oh my rain this morning. It was super random, but we were like, why not? You know, but there's room yeah. for it. Right. And when there's not room for it, then you continuously are missing these opportunities. And then of course you don't become a person that believes in, in play or excitement or joy because there's so many things backed up. Um and and I think we have to allow ourselves space to go through. The experience that's in front of us to go through the emotions yeah. that's in front of us, so that it has its room to breathe, it has its room to be, and then we can move on to the next thing. And that, within itself, can be a version of play, right? Like giving oh, yourself sure. an opportunity to just like be like, man, fuck, I'm I'm worried as shit about that thing, you know? Right, <laughs> like, right. and yeah. I'm so worried about it. So, like, man, let me just be worried about it. Let me explain to myself why I'm worried about it, and then let me get through it, you know? And and yeah. Instead of stuffing it, instead of holding it in, instead of like pushing it down. Um, And and that takes practice and there's no perfect way to do that. Oh, my
0: gosh. So much practice. It takes so much practice. And, um, you know, that that's definitely a lesson that I've had to learn over the years is, is finding the balance of sitting in and then stepping out of, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. sitting in the uncomfortable emotions, sitting in, um, the uncomfortable, um, just, just places that I was in, but also giving myself permission to shift out of them when I was ready. You know, mm-hmm. not forcing myself beforehand. Mm-hmm. And I think that is absolutely what play allows me to do is have an arsenal of tools and activities that I know bring about light and joy um, and freedom and expression to me. And when I'm ready to tap into those, whether it's because I'm not feeling my best or if I'm exhausted or feeling disconnected from myself or not feeling present or just needing to replenish and rejuvenate and recenter myself, I have things to tap into and mm-hmm. it feels like such a blessing and it also again I've said this several times before it keeps me connected to myself it lets it's a reminder that I know what works for me and I know what I need when it comes to having that balance of joy and to be able to just access that whenever I want it is something that I'm immensely grateful for immensely
1: I, as you were saying that I was, that idea of just being grateful, um, being grateful for the time, being grateful for the space, being grateful for all that I've had to push through and go through to be able to still believe in the power of joy, to be able to still believe in the power of imagination. Like that's such a gift. And I, I don't take that lightly. I think, my mom used to always tell me as a kid, if you end up in this lifetime with one friend, then you've done something right. And I used to always be like, one friend? Like, <laughs> then you do something wrong if you only got one. <laughs> but I think the essence of her statement is like, you've really done something that has allowed someone else to forever want to be in the world with you. And I think when I, when I think about like joy and, and happiness, like there's so many reasons to be like, nah forget joy and forget happiness. me like, can right. you see this crazy shit over here? Can you see this thing over right. here, right? And I think right. the answer to that is, yeah, I do see the crazy shit over there. And I do see the ridiculousness yeah. over there. And I also see the human that's causing right. some of that craziness. I also see the human being that's probably in some pain. Also. And so like right. the fact that I can also see that allows me to feel a little bit of optimism, right? And that optimism allows me to then feel hope. And that hope allows me to then feel joy. And that joy allows me to then feel happiness so that I can see things a little bit differently. Cause I think sometimes when we allow the cloud to be the only thing we see that we don't then see any of the beauty within the clouds, if it's only yes. just like, Oh, the darkness in those clouds, but there's no beauty that we see in it. Yep. Then we lose, yeah. we lose each time. And, and I, I don't have to be a winner each time, but I do like winning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so I like putting my best foot forward to do that. And, and, what a blessing that is. There's so many things that have been proven to me in life that I shouldn't be this optimistic. But I continue to to wake up and to have faith and to believe that things can be better. And and I'm not going to let that go. Like, I think there's too much beauty in that.
0: Oh, my gosh. I think that that is like the perfect note to end on.
1: (laughs) No. No,
0: honestly, like, that because that that to me is the summation of like why it's so important to embrace play. I want to be optimistic and I'm not going to let that go. Mm-hmm. Like embracing play is a choice. Um and I it's a choice and a tool and mm-hmm. a sense of empowerment and a sense of connection
1: mm-hmm.
0: all in one. Oh, that just made me so sentimental. Mm-hmm. I okay. I appreciate that. Takeaways that I just, you know, want to offer. Think about when you were a child, what are forms of play that you like to engage in? Thinking about like what made you let 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 those go and how you can find ways to incorporate them. Um, giving yourself space to experience the the darkness and the shadows of existence, but also giving yourself space to bring forth and channel in and connect to the light and understand that play looks different for everybody else. But think about like what genuinely, authentically cultivates joy for you. And then lastly, it's about permission, like give yourself permission to play give yourself permission to embrace the balance of like your adult self and your childlike self
1: Mm -hmm. thank Mm -hmm. you so much sis yeah thank you that was a gift
0: that was fun (laughs) you are a gift you are a gift
1: in so many ways and I thank you i appreciate you i appreciate our connection our friendship our growth um for those of you who don't know Tiffany was uh our officiant at our wedding I always think about saying that word wrong anyway well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like is that you better think uh so yeah. it's always such a gift to be able to to be in, in your presence you know that that shifted I think a lot of um it didn't shift but I think it added a a role in my life um you're like my my I want to make sure I'm showing you that I'm doing right by my vows. <laughs> <laughs> and and
0: I love it. Um Well, y'all, that's the end of today's episode. I hope that you got something from it. Thank you so much for your support. Please make sure to like, follow, subscribe, share this with a friend. I am accessible via my website, www.livethebelife.com. You can feel free to shoot me an email. If you want to subscribe to my newsletter, I send out newsletters once or twice a month. I'm on Instagram and Twitter, handle at the, T-H-E, underscore, B-E, underscore, life. I also have a Facebook page. All my products are available online on Amazon, but they're also listed on my website. Hope that you move forward in your day, in your week, feeling connected to yourself and grounded. Hope that you just stay aware of the shifts that are going on within and around you because they're always happening. Don't forget, seek to shift, seek to grow, seek to be you. Until next time, be well.